Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening and watching Peak to Pit, Allie Peak, TJ Pittinger. It is Super Bowl week, which is super exciting. It means that we will cook out together, uh, which is always a fun time. A whole mess of children, you know, destroying your house this time around, which is awesome. Uh, we've destroyed yeah, your house the last that. couple of times. Kara has really been taking one for the team recently because we've been at your I house. I think we were at your house last. Oh, for that's the, uh, right. I forgot about that. For the okay. playoff. For the playoff. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. So maybe not. So we we have split the the difference. Some. Um, it's just my house is always complete chaos. So it, I don't actually notice when only two kids are joining the mix. Your right. house is probably relatively calm until the four Wilbur children get there and destroy it. So it's just a different level of. <laughs> What's crazy is we don't standing. even stop there though. Like usually like Ben and Melissa will come mm-hmm. over and we'll have more people. And so, yeah, it's kind of a crap show. So Little Lily girl it's fun. It is fun. I, I don't know. I think Scott has plans. So mm. what a jerk. How dare he? I don't know what he's doing. I didn't ask him. Um, But he said he had plans. So, okay. Yeah. I hope he doesn't think it's plans at my house, which is what he generally does. <laughs> he's probably got a wedding. Um, <laughs> So, We've been off for a couple of weeks. We haven't talked about this yet, but I want to start here. Okay. Florida, Florida State, it was announced a couple of weeks ago. Actually, it's been a little over a week now. I don't think it's been mm-hmm. quite two weeks. That that game, and somebody may have slid into your DMs and told you about this before it actually happened. I don't want to mm-hmm. point your fingers or say who that might have been. But that did end up coming to fruition. Florida State, Florida, on a Friday, all of Florida State's schedule was actually released last Monday, and we can talk about that in a minute, but obviously the one that we care the most about. Um, Florida, Florida State, rivalry game on a Friday night. What do you think? Um, well, I would like to point out that it was Florida State that did this. It, this was not a group effort. This is Florida State's game, their year to host. They negotiated this TV contract, and um, I, you know, I guess when you've been garbage for so long they put you on friday nights but i'll tell you this much i actually don't as a reminder though as a reminder you know as the way the teams finished last year at six and seven and five and seven you know yeah and there was this like pesky head-to-head matchup that kind of determined which team was better so yeah no i agree florida's florida was three points better than florida state i'm you know it's incredible well it's very impressive to barely beat florida state mm -hmm. like that's all that being said I don't really care that it's on Friday night. I don't want it to become like a tradition of any sort. I I don't like playing on days that are not uh, Saturday outside of like whenever your bowl game is scheduled. I just, I 
I don't love that, but I'll tell you why I don't mind it. Um, I think that there is an opportunity for recruits to see more than one game that weekend because of this. I think so. The game's in Tallahassee. It's Friday night. It's a really easy to jump over to Tuscaloosa, to Athens, to Atlanta, to you know, to some other places if you wanted to catch a game on Saturday. So I think that there's an opportunity to maybe have some high school kids who maybe would be going to the Iron Bowl instead of Florida, Florida State, but now, you know, are going to get to catch both. Um, there is the argument. That doesn't that really I, benefit you guys, though. I mean, you guys can't host win. recruits. On, I mean, mm-hmm. not really. I I don't think kids, you know, you guys can't host the recruit. No, I, I know they can't host a recruit, but if Florida's recruiting somebody, Florida State's probably recruiting the same kid and they can ask for tickets. And so I think in general, well, it's recruit, just- I don't know that we recruit a lot of kids from um, the Raging Cajuns, but that's true. Just in general. I mean, I think that Florida's recruiting class is sitting higher than Florida State's recruiting class and Florida's- Based on which- For two months. Based on which website you're using- any yes. website, Some, look it up. Is there I is there a so. single website at this moment that has Florida State over Florida? If there is, find it for me before the end of the podcast. Okay, well, yeah. that's on you to find if you don't if you don't believe that that's the case. That's not on me to look up. If you're going to make a statement, it's not my job to disprove your statement. It's your job to prove it. Mm, you're an idiot, but we'll look it up. <laughs> that's not on me. Um, unless this three-star that you guys just had commit, um, moved you guys up in He the, moved Florida from um, 19 to 16 in the 24, seven. I know that. Four, seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you guys were 32nd and Florida state was 20th in the ESPN. So unless he jumped you 12 spots there, you probably <sighs> didn't move up in that is one. Smoking so, crack. And then in the on three consensus, so, rivals. Um, you guys are twenty uh, on the in the on three consensus. You guys are twentieth, and we're nineteenth with this latest commitment. So mm-hmm. it sounds like it's two and two. Like rivals and two four seven have you guys ahead, and ESPN and on three have us uh, ahead. Yeah, I I don't think so. We'll look into this more before the end of the podcast because I'm pretty I sure mean, you're I, wrong. It's, it's no, I'm literally on it uh-huh. right now. Share mm-hmm. screen. Mm-hmm. Screen one or screen two. Oh, let's find the Chrome tab. Also, it is worth it pointing up. out let's that share. you let's should not be anywhere let's near the stream 19 and 20 in the on three consensus right now, 2022. So it's on the screen right now. And then if we back it up and go back do you to know the that on, one that, that we just on talked three, about, do you know that on three can, um, has this latest one factored in? Cause rivals doesn't yet. It does and they're because you guys were because you guys were because you guys were 25th before that on three one was updated. So yeah, okay. that one is factored in. So um, you're 16th, all that said. I mean, we're 16th and you're 20th on two four seven. Okay. So you're ahead in two and behind in two. It's mm-hmm. pretty even. And you guys had the excitement of the uh, the coaching change that and we didn't have. When you have a coaching staff for two months, you shouldn't sign a class on par or better than a coach that's going into what his third season. That really? should be concerning. I mean, when the team Florida was, State fans, when, yeah, really. I think what's more concerning is the. I mean, you expect Florida State to recruit better with five wins. You expect them to be better than I the top expect that coaching staff who has the plan to be able to sell it to these kids better than somebody who hadn't even unpacked boxes in their office yet. Yeah, that's just not how recruiting works. You can't okay, tell that to Jimbo Fisher. Do you out recruit your record? I do mean, you did, uh, are you joking me? Because 
Uh, Jimbo Fisher just finished eight and four. Does the number one class in the country justify eight and four? Does yeah, twenty-five to thirty? Does twenty? Does twenty-five to? Does twenty-five to thirty? Does twenty-five to thirty million dollars in NIL deals justify the number one class? I mean, listen to him talk. He says that was all hard. You believe work. that? He's you your believe guy. That? I don't believe, you believe that? that comes out of his mouth, but he's your guy. He's not my guy. How's he my mm-hmm. guy? He is too your guy. You love Jimbo Fisher. Well, who, he's how's he my guy? Than me. Please. You well, love your guy doesn't Jimbo even have Fisher. a job. Okay. Well, your guy doesn't even have a job. So how's that feel? My guy's going to be working for ESPN. Your guy doesn't even have a job. So we can we can go from there. No, I think that Florida has done a good job. I think that – I'll be very honest about both classes. I don't think either one of them you, are any – Whoa, 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 whoa. You whoa, are whoa. incapable of looking at something no. objectively, TJ. I, I think that both classes have a couple of guys at the top end that are good. I think that Sam McCall is a good pickup. I think A.J. Duffy is a good pickup for FSU. I think that Florida has a couple of guys at the top end of their class that are good. But if I'm being completely honest about both classes, they both have way too many lowly ranked three stars and guys that honestly are never going to be massive difference makers, right? You're not going to, you're not going to sell to me that our nine, three stars, your eight, three stars are really going to come in here and ever do anything like truly special. I think that both classes are about equal. I think that Florida benefited. I think that, yes, it's tough for a coach to come in and in two months make a massive difference in recruiting. But at the same time, you do get some of the bump of being a new coach and excitement. No, 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 no. There's truth to both sides of that. You do get some of the excitement of being a new coach and and everything that comes along with that, that bump in recruiting from being a new coach. Willie Taggart's first class was around 15 or so. So like, you know, I, I just think that for you to say, for you to like bend over and bow down to Billy Napier because he had a top 16 class, I want to say that, that Willie Taggart's was very, very similar at around 16. And what Listen, did he do with What that? I'm saying is that a coach that's in year three that you guys are positive has the program moving in the right direction and who has access to all of the same recruits that, the, that Florida has access to should not be close to a team that was in transition when the class that that Mullen signed, which probably honestly would have been a top 15 No, class, it was in the 70s. It was, not, until not, he, it, not until everyone started decommitting let's because he was that. getting fired. It did so, not dump that low Florida, until he was getting fired and everybody started bailing ship. Florida and then State, after that, Napier kicked more people out of the class and completely Florida State's it. class is bad because they were bad on the field, right? Mm-hmm. Or is, is mediocre, right? A top 20 class comparatively it's to everyone else good. is mediocre. No, it's no, mediocre. It's top 20, it's top 20, 20 sucks. No, it's not good. And, no. You know, 20 and we're not. Yeah. That's not our game, but here's if the thing. Your coach Florida can't recruit his record. That is going to have a very hard time improving that record. I think he is out recruiting his record. How many other coaches that won five games are in the top 20? Zero. So that's my point. I think he's out recruiting his record slightly. But you're not gonna you're not gonna have a five win season and have a top five class. Like, have you ever heard of that being done? I mean, I'm telling you what, eight and four. I mean, Jimbo, you're you're talking about Jimbo Fisher, but he also upset Alabama. 
And they had some good wins in there. He was also playing with a backup quarterback all year. He also Whereas, lost to Ole Miss. He, lo- I mean, he lost to everybody else in the okay. list, though. But he you're had- talking about you're talking about two very different programs in Texas A&M and Florida State right now. Do you? How many other coaches in the top twenty? I mean, pull up your pull up your rankings that you were just looking at. Won five games last year. So if it's zero, if the answer is zero, then Mike right. then Mike Norvell was the best coach recruiting that won five games, right? Like he re- he recruited better than anyone I'm else that was that I'm having part. his trophy made for that right now. So it's what? crazy to me that, that a prestigious – well, I, I mean, you're talking out of both sides of your mouth, and that's what I don't understand. No, I'm not. So, yeah, the class objectively is not great. Right. But for how they finished the year, I do think that that was about as good of a class as you could have. I am not disagreeing with that. What I am telling you is that I think that if my program in their third year was on par with a team that got a new coach and had less than two months to completely rebuild the class because that's what he did, I would be concerned that maybe I don't have the greatest recruiter. I don't know. I think it's. I think if you're a rival and that's the way you want to look at it to dog your rival. I'm not you can looking look, at it to dog my rival. I don't care. But that's the is. point. But here's the question. Okay, no, 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 no. Let me, let me, let me go right from me. what you said. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me go exactly from what you said. There's two ways to look at it. There's the way that I just said, because I'm a homer and I support the program to say he was the best recruiter out of five win coaches. And then there's a way to look at it from the way you said it, For there's the way that you said it, where you say I'd be concerned and both can be true. Mm-hmm. Right, but if you're the if you're a hater and you want to be negative, it's not about being a hater. Why it's didn't not why didn't so, at the- so? What I'd also like to know is first year coach. Why did um, Billy Napier not recruit as well as Notre Dame's first year coach? He was already on staff. Or LSU's, totally or LSU or LSU's first year coach, who you guys all told me was a nerd and a weirdo, and he does stupid dances and this, that, and the other. Then why is it Napier recruiting as well as him? Hey, I would I, be pretty concerned if my program had was one of the greatest in college football. Two months into anything, right? The whole reason that you I just want need to know. I just need to know something is starting know, over because you I didn't need like to know why. I need in. to know why Napier was out recruited by Brian Kelly, somebody that we didn't think was a very good coach. He was out recruited by Brian Kelly because LSU signed up. Great question. I don't know. I'd have to look more at LSU signing class. Did they retain a lot of guys that were already committed to them? Um, Is it because it was obvious that coach O was going to be gone earlier than that? I don't know. I don't know why they did. He did recruit out recruit Billy Napier because he finished with a higher class than him. Yeah. So did uh, Mario Cristobal. Yeah. Mario Cristobal. That is an interesting. So that's a couple coaches that have out recruited. Sure. First year coaches, which then means that those Oklahoma did as well. So we've got four Florida State too. So does well, that we're talking about Florida you? at this point? Not really, because oh. those teams didn't win five games. Like I don't, you know, like I think but those teams were better. If you only recruit your record or just a tiny bit bigger than your record, does that coach even have enough seasons that that will he be allowed enough seasons to correct the ship? If that's the case, a tiny I don't bit know. better I've, than your record is not great. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's all comparative. I think it's. I mean, I think that's a great question. Because I think it's all comparative, right? So Florida State has the, let's just call it the 20th ranked recruiting class. We'll look at the 247 right now. And that is good for fourth in the ACC. Mm -hmm. Okay. So against their schedule, 
I don't think that the 20th ranked recruiting class is good enough to get it done in the long term. I do think that he's going to have to improve that. But against Florida State's schedule, there are only three teams that have out-recruited them. And you don't even play one of them. in the ACC. I think you have to play your competition, Mm -hmm. right? So whereas Florida is, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh in the Mm -hmm. SEC. Yeah. And so I think it will be easier for Norvell to close that gap because there are less teams out recruiting Norvell in his conference. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, yeah. Do I think that just, you know, as a general statement, do I think that barely recruiting better than your record is going to get you anywhere? Probably not. Do I think that he has a chance to do it? Yes, absolutely. Because it's respective to who you have to play. The right. teams on your schedule and who you have to play determine that road. USC right now sitting with a top, you know, USC has a top. Where uh, where are they ranked right now? Let's take a look. Do, 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 do. Oh, they've taken a lot of transfers. So I don't know. They've taken a ton of transfers. But are we looking at things that are factoring in transfers or not? Because uh, the things I was looking at was not factoring in transfers. I, I wasn't either. Um, USC has a top 10 class if you factor in the transfers. But they're number one in their conference, right? right? So they don't need to recruit. I mean, to win national titles, they do. But we're just talking about trying to get our teams out of the five hundred below five hundred rankings, right? So I think that you know a top ten class, not great for USC, but number one in the Pac twelve, they should they should start to be the best there, right? Florida is recruiting right now to be. I don't know that I agree with the con- the statement that like a top ten class isn't a great class. There's a hundred and what twenty two, whatever twenty three. No, I'll, I'll agree with that. I think in it's, college football, top ten is great. Top ten's top ten's great. Top ten's very good. I don't know if I'll go great. Great to me is like top five, but the the point of top ten not being great is like you're not going to win championships with the top ten class. You you need top five to to win championships, right? Like that's just all the metrics say that. Nobody's winning championships by recruiting ninth every year. But I think USC should start to win the Pac-12 more often. Well, I mean, they should stumble right but into that's that who's on your, one. But that's who's on your schedule. Yeah. Right? Like, that's why it matters. USC doesn't need to recruit as well as Texas A&M or Alabama. If they yeah. want to win national titles, they do. But they just yeah. need to recruit around seventh or eighth to win their conference every year. And so, yeah, do I think – that Norvell needs to do a better job and recruit a little bit better. Absolutely. Again, how many five win coaches recruited as well as he did this year? Not none. You know, I mean, nobody did. How many five year coaches even keep their jobs? Like it's not, I just, I think that's a really low bar. I think that, and as someone who's can't stand Florida state, I, I, I even I think that like that standard should be higher. And I think that, but you still have product, to, but you have so to let me do, ask you this. but okay. you have to do, but, but you can't, here's the thing. You're right. He cannot like, he can't go like, we'll talk about the schedule here in a minute. He can't go into this year and win six games or less. And, and that was going to be my still. question. Okay. What's the but, number but what's he supposed to, but what's he supposed to do this? on the recruiting? So let's back up. What's he supposed to do on the recruiting trail to really overcome that five win season, right? Like after that five you win season's already happened play immediately. That's what he's supposed, that's what he can do. You are going to top level, top level recruits, top level recruits are playing everywhere immediately. Five stars are day one guys. Mm -hmm. All five stars are day one guys at Alabama or anywhere else. Now your, your lower four stars and different things may not be, but your immediate impact guys, your five stars are starting everywhere. 
right? So I don't, I just don't know. I don't know that that really makes that big of a difference. You can play immediately. There's what, 32 five stars. You don't even necessarily need yeah. to land a five star to have a better class than that, though. You consistently take stud four stars. That's still a massive Florida improvement State took, Florida yeah, State. Yeah, Florida State took seven five or four stars. Yeah. You know, it's not like they had none. They just have a bunch of three, like both of us. And, oh, I'm sorry. This is, and I'm looking at the overall now. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think that, I don't think you come off a four, five win season and recruit well. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I've never seen that happen. Yeah. I mean, I, I think a five win season should probably net you around a top 30 class. Okay. Well, I'm glad that you, you can justify I mean, do you not? I mean, you know, I know that's easy to say tongue in cheek, but where do you think Mike Norvell should have honestly finished in recruiting this year? Where do you think FSU? I think with five that, wins. Now, I know that your take is going to be that they should have won more games on the field, but after November was but over, right. after November was over, it's very hard it to go back and is. finish those right. games. No, so, I mean, I get that. So, but honestly, my, honestly, though, with the talent that there's in the state of Florida, the resources that Florida State provides, what Florida State can bring to the table, I think not finishing in the top. 12 should be a problem for Florida state. See, I, just I think don't buy they that. have, I mean, I, I just, I don't, I don't buy that at all. Especially when you look at the teams in the top 10, A&M, Alabama, Georgia, Ohio state, Texas, Penn state, Notre Dame, Oklahoma, Michigan, Clemson. That's top is 10 it, right there. No, they're not, they're not, they're not, North Carolina, they're not is, our North Carolina is 11th, right? Okay. But they've been, but they've been good for a little while. Like North Carolina not should bad. not out recruit Florida state. I agree with that. A hundred and ten percent, but they outplayed Florida State this year, and they've only, had more, and they've they, had more consistency, and they've not been bad for several years in a row. I just think a true salesman can turn things around, and I'm just saying I think that it's a decent excuse for year one. I think it's a decent excuse for year two. I think going into year three, it should be concerning. That's all I'm saying. I, I think, think it's, it's more different concern, depending I think it's on more the number concerning, of years you've been coaching, too. It's more concerning to me that Florida State won five games yeah. than them having a top 20 recruiting well, class. I, I because, think I, again, so. I, think, I think a top 20 recruiting class after winning five games is, is as good as you could do. I, but my problem again, with that no is— No one in front of so Florida State—no one in front of Florida State had less wins. So He's had to the me, the biggest to make these relationships with these players, right? Like we know, unless kids don't want to play for losers, you know that. That's if bull. you're a good enough recruiter and you've had two no. years to build the relationship, no. you're getting kids some of win. these guys kids anyway. Wanna, kids want to win right. and kids want to go to the league. It's the same yeah. reason Mullen had a crappy class. They had won three New Year's Six Bowls in a row, and Mullen's class was not good either. It had, that been, had nothing they, to do with the product on the field. Legit had nothing to do with the product on the field. That that had to do with not doing a great job recruiting but that had nothing when you when you go to a new year six bowl six years in a row i mean three years in a row you have plenty to talk about about your on the field yeah. performance well and this it's class crazy would it's crazy how Mullen, higher recruited than florida state's class no it, it wouldn't apart. it was yes, it, it was it was behind florida it state the entire until year it was obvious it was behind was, it was florida behind state's, fsu's the entire year florida state lost a top guy at the very end that contributed to your drop. class. Your Were class you was never above happened. Had, your, had Mullen your class was your class was never above 20, even with like, even with all those guys, like your class was never above 20. So even if it would have 
we're still sitting at 20. Um, it is interesting to me how the uh, Mullen can't recruit or won't recruit narrative um, came around this year with, when he right. had a bad class, but it wasn't think, around the other right. years when he was landing top 10 classes. But again, right. my, my big takeaway is history and looking at, of Mullen's course there is too. just like there is on this there. podcast right now. I I'm think not- the biggest, I think the biggest problem is that Florida state didn't win enough games this year. That's why their recruiting class is not as good as it should have been. Well, and I think, I think it's unrealistic to think that Florida State should have recruited much. It's not as good, as it, it's not, sorry, not as, go good as it should have been. It's not not as good as it should have been if Florida State didn't win enough games. Then it is what it is. But I lost. So you said, okay, you said, you said, I think the number one reason that Florida State's class isn't as high as it should have been is because they only won five games. But if that's Correct. the reason, then it's exactly where it should be. Is no, so I don't. So no, I don't agree with that. I think that if you look at teams that have historically won five games, they're not putting together top 20 classes. I think classes are typically worse than 20. I think they're usually down in the 30s. And so I'm my take is 20 is not good enough for FSU in general. Mm-hmm. Okay. But that 20 is better than he should so have done how many with, games, a, with a five-win game season. How many games do they have to win next season given what um, happened this past season, kept factor in this recruiting class, what – Neat. What's the magic number to get another year after this next one? I think he's going to win seven to eight. This he's year, win seven seven to eight games. I think that I think that six, looking competitive against some of those other games and winning a bowl game to finish with a above five hundred record. I do think that's important. We'll see what kind of recruiting class like is is somewhat being put together at the end of November. Then, but I really think seven needs to be the number. I think the schedule, and we can go into the schedule here, and you'll disagree with every single thing that I say about it, but I do think the schedule sets up fairly nicely for FSU. I think that they play in the um, ACC, so yeah. Yeah, and their out-of-conference teams that they play this year aren't very good, right? You get a a rebuilding LSU. You get a rebuilding Florida. Clemson seems to be down, who is obviously in conference. You play a cup. You play instead of just one this year. You <laughs> that was two. just the most Homer statement you might have ever made on this show. And I, which is what? Oh, we are out of conference is really favorable. LSU's down, Florida's down. Then you got Clemson that's down. Like, <laughs> okay. Are those teams not? Are, are those teams not down right now? Did Florida not go six I, and seven? Has LSU not been? So the really bad the last two years has Clemson not a while has Cle- right Florida has Clemson State. Clemson's down and beat Florida State and LSU will beat Florida State but go on would you not rather play those teams when they're down though I think it's all right and in transition yeah absolutely I mean I I don't see I I don't I know that you know everything is like I think setting up favorably is is a strong statement. Um, I would rather play, I would rather play LSU. I'd rather play. I I know this may seem wild to you, but I'd rather play LSU this year than coming off their 2019 championship. Like with, based on what we've seen with LSU, right? Is LSU not worse today than they were three years ago when that game was scheduled? Right. I'm not saying Florida state wins that game, but I I would rather play them in that situation than against burrow. Right. Is okay. that, am I crazy yes. for that? You have a better shot this year. Yes. Than with Burrow, Same thing with sure. Florida. Florida beat us by three points at home in the swamp. And now they have a new coach lost a ton of production and it goes to Tallahassee. Would I rather that than play them against Trask's year? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I don't, I don't, 
I'm not okay. saying that those are automatic wins. I'm not saying those are All sure right. things, All but like, right. I think it's listening. a little more favorable. Do you agree with okay. that? A little more favorable is better than sets up favorably. Go I'm on. sorry for my word choice to okay. upset you that the schedule is more favorable or a little bit more favorably. Okay. Like it's, just, it's, it's the same thing. Okay. Um, You'd certainly rather get Florida in Tallahassee than in the swamp. Sure, sure. You'd certainly rather get Florida the first year into a transition of a coach as opposed to a coach that's been kicking your ass for his entire career. Yeah. You'd certainly rather get Florida with a quarterback issue because they don't know who the heck's going to be taking snaps or if the guy can stay on the field than sure. a Heisman Trophy finalist. Sure. I don't understand how this is not more favorable than what it has been right. the last couple of years. I'm listening. Go over the rest of the schedule. <laughs> I feel like you think every single thing is a shot at Florida or no, the SEC. Just, I think but you sometimes those, don't see quite how homerish you are, and it's just amusing. But I'm listening. I'm all ears. Go through I, I the don't, schedule. Let's do this. Again, I don't see what I said that was homerish. Like, is that not just, is that not yeah. accurate? I mean, you say it was homerish, but then you agreed I with mean, me on both points that Florida and LSU were down. It was just the initial way that you stated it, making it mm. like – Oh yeah, our I mean our out of conference schedule is, is a joke. It's way but... easier than it normally is, is okay. my point. Okay. No? All right. Go on. What was easy? What's easier this year? LSU and Florida or Notre Dame and Florida? Like going into the year last year and this year. I think Notre Dame, Florida is easier than LSU, Florida. No. Florida so. on the road, LSU with a brand new coach. It'll be his well, very first game. Well, I'm not taking game. Florida into no. account, like where they're located. I think it's obviously harder to play uh, Florida, Florida in the swamp in the swamp. than it is. In, in, but I'm just looking at the two teams. I think I would rather play Notre Dame than LSU. Is that a Notre Dame going into last year and throughout the year was better I, than LSU will ever be this year. I think if they played head-to-head, then LSU would beat them, but... I mean, I don't know how you'd play 2021 Notre Dame against 2022 LSU, but I, I mean, I guess you in your hypothetical mind, I mean, that's totally okay. fine. I know they wouldn't have beat them last year. Okay. So, I mean, that's easy enough. Uh, they played Duquesne first game of the year. So, automatic win week one, week zero. I really like that. I think that's a good uh, opener. I, I'm tired of playing. I like the You're UF school of thought. Opener. Yeah, I like the UF school of thought where you play an absolute school of the deaf and the blind to open up your season and start Florida's out with opening a win. with Utah this year. When have they at home? When have they? Um, what, who did ago, you guys open Michigan with? on the road. Who, terrible. You guys blew them out, didn't you? Who did you guys yeah, open but with? We opened um, with them two years ago. Who did you guys open with last year? I don't remember. Um, FAU, I think. Potentially, I don't even remember. No. So, um, um, but they played I Michigan saw, two years ago. I actually, years ago, I they actually played think the Utah. This I think the stat. Year. I think the stat um, is that Florida hasn't played an out of conference. Uh, true road game since like 1990 84. or something. Or yeah, maybe, open the season. I don't know, whatever it is. Yeah, it was like Syracuse. It's like, yeah, it was Syracuse. It's a, but it also did that game. Oh, shout um, out to the Orange. Yeah, Syracuse uh, did win that game. So it is, you know, I, I like the idea of playing but some terrible the, opening. Um, they don't the count the Michigan game because they said it's a neutral site, so that doesn't count. But it's a road. I mean, it was in Texas, it was. which is silly. It a, so it's a road game. It wasn't a, no, it was a neutral. I game. mean, is it on the road? Did they leave Gainesville? It's a neutral site game. Was it at someone else's home? No, it was, it's okay, neutral, it's a neutral it's site game. It's a neutral game, site game. But it's, it's on not the road. a road game. Okay. I mean, it's, it's on the road. road they le- they right. left then, home. Then you, then Jacksonville's a road game every year, too, for you. I mean, okay. I mean, by that metric. Um, LSU Week 2. Uh, I I like LSU to probably win that game, but I, do, I don't think it's – I don't think LSU, especially in Brian Kelly's first year, that LSU game – 
doesn't worry me, like I said, like it did two years ago, right? Like I think that two years ago when they had Burrow and everything seemed to be going just insane, I think I was like, God, we're going to get blown out in that game. And at this point, I don't think LSU is that good, right? Okay. I think they're better than FSU. I don't know who the heck their quarterback's going to be after having Johnson transfer. I'd love for them to start a true freshman in that game. Um, but I don't think – like LSU doesn't, doesn't worry me like they once did. I think that that game will be very much like our Notre Dame game, like our Miami game, or like our Florida game. I think it'll come down to the end – and somebody's winning that game by like four to seven points. I don't see either team blowing the other one out. Um, I especially like that it's early in the year. Yeah, um, that's helpful. Jordan, Tra- Jordan Travis being healthy, right? Not having enough time to get injured. Because when right. he's out there, Florida State is a much different team. I want to say they're like eight and eight over the last two years when, when he's the starter, right? And this year, he started every game they won. And every game they didn't start, he lost, right? So it was, yeah. you know. I think is there a much different team with him out there. Um, the only game that he started that we didn't end up winning, or the two were Notre Dame and Florida, but again, three-point game. So, you know, look, I, I don't think LSU is a great team. Well, they've, they had five losses last year. Uh, no, six. They went six and six. Lost to Kansas State again in the bowl. I think getting them in a transition year is really, really good for FSU. Like, I think that that – you know, getting them in Brian Kelly's very first game with as much turnover as that roster has is great. Don't say it's going to, I don't think that makes it a sure win by any means, but I do think that that's exactly when and where you want to get them. Yeah. Um, move on from LSU and you play on the road at Louisville, but there's a buy-in between that. And I really think that sets up well for FSU because you legitimately have two weeks to prepare for your first ACC game. Florida State lost to Louisville by eight last year. I think they're in a much better position this year. Again, if Jordan Travis can stay healthy, he wasn't healthy in that game. He didn't play in that game last year. He'll have two weeks after the LSU game to get healthy. If he gets nicked up or bruised up or anything like that. And so I think that sets up well for FSU having the bye week having two weeks to prepare for uh, Louisville. That game's on a Friday night, so then they get eight days off until they play – well, seven days off. But on the eighth day, they play Boston College, who they beat last year. Mm-hmm. I think that one's a win. So okay. I think at worst, you're looking at two and two to start the year. Much better than the 0-4 that started last year. But I think every game in those first four is winnable. Like, I think LSU is winnable. Do, I think, do you know what you predicted last year when we did this? I don't remember. I'm not saying that it's I think I took six and I think I took six and six. So we you remember what you seven. took for like the first four games? I mean, I don't think, I think anybody I been would have two. predicted 0 oh, and 4. Yeah, I think I would have been 2 and 2. I don't have that okay. hat in front of me, but I think I was 2 and 2. I think I had us losing to Notre Dame, um, beating Jackson State or Jacksonville State. Obviously, that didn't happen. Losing right. to Wake Forest. Well, nobody would have picked you to lose right. to Jacksonville State, though. So that's not, you get, you get a pass on that. Yeah. So I think I went 2 and 2 last year to start the year. I okay. kind of like, if Travis is healthy in that first month of the season, I kind of like FSU to go three and one. I think if they drop to LSU, they'll come back and beat Louisville. I think BC's probably a win either way. And so if if they somehow find a way to upset Louisville, um, sorry, LSU, then I kind of worry about a let get down game and I still kind of like three and one. But I think every game in that first three is winnable. The next three, that first four, the next three are really, really tough. You've got ACC champion Wake Forest coming to town 
who returns just about everybody. They've got the best quarterback in the conference. Then you have to go on the road to NC State, and then you get Clemson at home. I think that's 0-3. I think you're staring at 0-3 there. If you can find a way to upset one of those three teams, probably the Wake Forest one to, to start it because it's at home. Um, I think one and two in that stretch is really, really good. I just think that, that that's a very tough stretch. Wake, NC State, Clemson, three of the better teams in the ACC. They all return a bunch of guys. Clemson's still better than FSU. But I think that that's a really, really tough stretch. And then from there out, I don't think it's very tough. Florida State welcomes Georgia Tech to town. They get two weeks after Clemson. Um, so I'll even write down 0-3 there. I'll say 0-3. Uh, they get Georgia Tech the next week. I like them to beat Georgia Tech after a bye. Uh, and then the last four games of the year, I think it's two wins and two coin flips. They play at Miami, then they play Syracuse, then they play Louisiana, and then they play Florida. You beat Miami by three last year. You lost to Florida by three. I think either one of those games could go either way. Florida State could certainly go 0-2. They could certainly go uh, 2-0 and would be tough, but they could go 1-1. and 2-0 is not out of the question. And then I think they beat Syracuse and Louisiana. So that last stretch, I don't know. You know, my, my prediction for that last stretch would be I think you probably go 3-1. and one. Like you get a win against Miami or Florida, and then you, you beat Syracuse and Louisiana, lose to the other rival, right? Those were three-point games last year. And imagine they're both fairly close. You probably eke it out against one of them. So what's that? Two, three, four, five, six. So I just came up with six and six. Like you got to upset somebody else. Like you got to, yeah. you got to find one more. So win. six and six would not be good enough in your book to, for your, for a year four. I think it all, no, I, I don't think so. I think that it, it's all relative as sure. well. Like sure. say you start out, say you, you lose beat, and then you get hot later and you finish yeah, the season you strong beat, or something. You beat Duquesne, but then you lose to LSU and Louisville. And so you're one and two and you lose, you beat Boston college, you get to two and two, but then you win those next three. I'm sorry. You lose those next three wake NC state and Clemson, three teams that are better than you. And you're sitting at two and five, but then you go, what would be four and one down the stretch. Yeah. You know, maybe you're only, if you beat Georgia tech, Miami, Syracuse and Louisiana, and then you lose to Florida in a close game to get to six. It's like, yeah, I don't, I don't think, you know, Obviously, it would matter how you lost some of your games, but I think that that would probably, I don't know, it's really tough to tell. But I think you need to get yeah. to seven. Yeah, I think you need to find a way. Like, you can't, like, losing to Miami or Florida, I don't want to say it's not a big deal, but, like, losing to teams that have more talent on the roster Losing you, to a team that, like, either you're supposed to lose to or you right. know is not going to be a, not a, a toss-up is right. not. It's the losing the games you shouldn't that the Correct. real problem comes in. And at can't, some point you do have to, I mean, you can't yeah. lose to your rival six eight years in a row or something like right. that, but, but can't lose, you can't lose to Louisville anymore. You can't right. lose to Georgia tech right. anymore. You can't drop a game against Boston college, right? Nobody's going to be like, Oh my gosh, fire Mike Norvell. If they lose to Clemson or if they lose to LSU or if they lose to Miami. Right. Well, it's a, Dan Mullen didn't get fired because he lost to Georgia. Dan Mullen got fired because he lost to Missouri multiple times or he, you know, it's the dropping of the games that you should, you should automatically win because in right. the rebuild, you got to win the games that you're supposed to win before you can win the games that you're not right. supposed to win. And I think the only game on the schedule that I look at and say is a sure loss is probably Clemson. And at the same time as that Florida state had, um, a, a three point lead against Clemson with three minutes to go last year. Right. Like they were in that game. And so if they can stick, I mean, and that's where you kind of need fluky things to go your way. Right. Like right. 
Florida State kicked the ball out of bounds after that. Florida State, you know, like right. how many times does that happen, right? How many times do fluky, you know, Jermaine Johnson scores the strip sack touchdown and then throws the ball up in the air and they give him a 15 yard penalty. And it's just like, right. Well, that's frustrating. Like, you know, right. whatever. So I don't know. I, I think there are probable losses on the schedule, but I think the only game that's like a sure loss is Clemson, you know, and that's like looking at the beginning of the season. Neither one of us thought that Florida State was going to, you know, handle Miami or, stay close with Florida or be close with Clemson at all or any of that. I mean, I think I took Notre Dame by three scores. I think I took Notre Dame by 17 and they went to overtime with that team. So yeah. I don't know. It's, it's really, really early, but as much as it may upset you, I think the schedule is somewhat more favorable than normal um, because you're getting some teams. that are a little more down than they usually are, right. but I don't think it'll be like that for long. I mean, I will say that like, that's not, I know you think everything is me hating on the sec and Florida and everything else. I don't think Florida is going to be down forever. Right. You know, I don't think LSU is going to be down forever. I don't think Clemson is going to be down forever. Like, I think those teams will get back. Sure. Uh, probably the only one that won't would, is Miami. But I think that you better take advantage of those times while you can, you know. Right. So, anyway. All right. I got about five minutes. Before you hate on my team anymore, let's talk about the Super Bowl. Brady retires. Um, uh, are you so cheering for Joe Burrow? I am. I'm cheering for Joe Burrow. I'm up mainly because Evan McPherson is the Bengals kicker and he uh, kicked for Florida. And I think that his story is just cool. There's actually five Gators played in the Super Bowl, though. So there will be somebody on both sides. But I don't know. I just think it would be uh, I, I kind of like Joe Burrow. I think he has a fun. I don't know. I just there's I just think he's fun. Um, I, think I like he's fun to watch. Yeah, he just I don't know. And he's very like direct. I appreciate that. Um, just a Joe Burrow fan. Uh, but you know, I think it's going to be a good game, right? We, the Rams get to play the Super Bowl at home, which prior to that happening last year had literally never happened. Um, which is interesting that it's now since happened two years in a row. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I think that that's kind of an interesting storyline. Um, Burrow getting to throw to Jamar Chase. Um, this is kind of their like little dream season. I think that that's an interesting storyline. Cincinnati has obviously completely turned around, I think they won four games last year. Like this is a pretty um, was remarkable. Hurt. Well, yeah, but he was also a, a rookie last year too. Um, so, I mean, I don't know how many rookie quarterbacks lead their team, which essentially I know he's not a rookie, but I mean, he was hurt. So he's essentially in his first NFL season where he's actually playing, leading his team to a Super Bowl, which is pretty impressive. Um, especially when you think about his journey to getting to where he is. But I also like the storyline of Matthew Stafford, right? Like everybody used to always say like, man, if Detroit, you know, could just get the pieces around them and blah, blah, blah. And eventually he failed because he wanted to go somewhere where he could win. And I think it definitely answers the question. Like, uh, you know, at, when he was at Detroit, like, does he have what it takes? Well, he did. Nobody else around him did. Um, so I think that that's a, an interesting storyline. I think Cooper Cup is a complete stud. So he's fun to watch. Um, I don't know. I mean, is this one going to come down to a last second field goal, which I feel like every you know, Every game, game this playoff that seems like it has. Yeah. I, I don't – I'll end up knocking on wood. You can give me a crap on um, Sunday when I'm wrong about this, but I think the Rams kind of win this going away. I I love Burrow. I, I want the Bengals to win even mm -hmm. – uh, well, Florida State has one guy, but even with Jalen and Cam on the Rams, I um, I really want the Bengals to win. Yeah. But I, oh my God, we're going to be cheering for the same team. That's kind of fun. That never happens when we're watching. Well, we, 
we both got two in the national championship because we were both rooting for the SEC. So that was fun. Um, but I do think that <laughs> go dogs. Um, I just I think the Rams have too much firepower. Yeah. Like I, well, I would love to be wrong here. I would love for the Bengals yeah. to do it. I love Joe Burrow. I'm hoping I'm wrong. Doesn't happen often, but hopefully um, well if this tells you anything the simpsons already played this game in their episode and cincinnati won 34 31 so if anybody wants to put any money on the fact that the simpsons is always correct about pretty much anything that they have predicted like years in advance they did predict this uh this super bowl outcome but i mean i think it's gonna be a fun game right i i hope it's not a blowout i I prefer, uh, you know, the Super Bowl come down to the wire. I think that just makes it more fun. It's more fun, especially since neither team right. is our team. Um, yeah. Last year, speaking of that, like last year, it's 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 fine because it's your team. But last year was so anticlimactic. Like the Bucs sure, got off sure. to a big lead. Sure. And, and, we, and like we knew we were going to win. So, you know, like you just can't like sit there screaming at your TV all day. So like me and Ben right. were just like talking about like just random BS. It was just like, right. Right. Uh, I mean, not it's, it's cool again. for the Super Bowl to be like that when it's your team and you're bringing your city's bringing home right. the championship, but in general, well, for everybody it's way else, more it fun. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, for most people, it's not their team. Right. So, right. Uh, you know, it, and, but, and I think also the playoffs have given us so many good games this year that it's only fair that the Super Bowl bring the same heat, right? Like this, it would, it would really be anticlimactic given the playoffs that we just lived through. Yeah. Uh, I think that's, what's going to happen. I hope I'm wrong. Well, I hope you're wrong too, but we'll see. I think that's what's going to end up happening. All right. I got to run. Um, Tom Brady retired. There's some smoke around him. Um, maybe he said a lot of words in his retirement wow. statement to never actually say the word retire, wow. which stood out to me. Wow. It was six slides of information that never did you read the whole thing? I didn't read the whole thing. He read the whole thing and he he thanked the staffers. He like it was total class act, but it's a weird thing to have that many words to never say the word retire. Uh, I I I I'm not a big I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't love the like retire. We're back, retire. We're back. But I think the hardest thing for professional athletes is to know when to hang it up. And yeah. I mean, so we'll see. All right, cool. Well, we will come back. I got to run. We'll come back and do this all again next week. We'll talk about the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about how I was right about everything and how Allie wishes she could be like me, but until yeah. then go to hosts. <laughs>